When you hear the words communist revolution, do you think of Lenin, Stalin, Mao, Castro, and acts of violence in the streets by armed revolutionary militants? Well, these are certainly examples of violent communist revolutions. Today we'll examine how the World Economic Forum's so-called Great Reset of Capitalism constitutes the non-violent phase of a communist revolution. In this episode of Anarchy in America with Christian Gomez. To properly set the stage, it's important to briefly summarize the Communist Manifesto written by Karl Marx and Frederick Engels in 1848. Marx and Engels begin by stating that human history up to that point has been a history of class struggles or antagonisms. Antagonisms between freeman and slave, patrician and plebeian, lord and serf, guildmaster and journeyman, in a word, oppressor and oppressed. Marx then says that the same is also true under the then new modern system of capitalism. The modern bourgeoisie society that has sprouted from the ruins of feudal society has not done away with class antagonisms. It has but established new classes, new conditions of oppression, new forms of struggle in place of the old ones. The antagonisms under capitalism are simplified into two prevailing classes, bourgeoisie and proletariat. The bourgeoisie are the capitalists, property owners who own or run the means of production. They constitute the ruling class, the oppressor. The proletariat, on the other hand, are the laborers or working class, the oppressed. A main objective of the Communist Manifesto is for communists to organize the proletariat to overthrow the bourgeoisie, ultimately replacing free market capitalism with a new classless and equitable system called communism by way of establishing a socialist economy and government to eliminate the inequalities of capitalism. According to Marx, Communists openly boast about what their aims and intentions are. For example, in Chapter 4 of the Manifesto, Marx wrote, The communists disdain to conceal their views and aims. They openly declare that their ends can be attained only by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions. Now comes Klaus Schwab, who runs the World Economic Forum. He stated in an online 2020 article, in short, we need a great reset of capitalism. Left unaddressed, these crises together with COVID-19 will deepen and leave the world even less sustainable, less equal, and more fragile. Incremental measures and ad hoc fixes will not suffice to prevent this scenario. We must build entirely new foundations for our economic and social systems. That sounds an awful lot like communism. And now Schwab is being openly used as a propaganda piece for the Chinese Communist Party. Watch and listen to this clip from New China TV and Xinhua News Chinese state media. We are coming out thanks also to the leadership of China in terms of fighting the pandemic in terms of reinvigorating its economy, we have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset which we all need. This global reset is necessary 
because we have seen that our policies which we pursued before the coronavirus struck us, that those policies do not create the necessary inclusion of society necessary for harmonious societal development. And they do not create the sustainability of what we are doing. Just think of the global warming, how fast it is developing in the opposite into the negative direction. So, we have a great opportunity at this moment, like we had after World War II, to have in some way a new beginning in our global cooperation, in globalization, in managing our global affairs. Schwab's criticism of the old normal and the need for building entirely new foundations is taken directly from Karl Marx's playbook on the need to overthrow the existing social order and capitalist ruling class, the bourgeoisie, as Marx called it. In fact, this is nothing new. Back in 1968, the Communist Party of Czechoslovakia adopted this very idea. It stated, in part, the pre-war bourgeois order, however, did not solve the onerous class antagonisms and was not able to lay reliable foundations for the lasting prosperity of the new economic entity and to guarantee the workers and employees full employment and a secure existence. The republic, whose liberation was the result of the heroic fighting of the Soviet army and the national liberation struggle of the Czechoslovak people, was restored on new foundations. Interestingly enough, Albania's longtime Stalinist dictator Enver Hoxha wrote in 1978 about what he described as the rise of Eurocommunism in Western Europe. He wrote, the revisionist parties of the countries of Western Europe are making efforts to concoct a theory about a new society, allegedly socialist, which will be achieved through structural reforms and in close coalition with the social democratic parties and even with the right-wing parties. This society, according to them, will be built on new foundations through social reforms social peace, the parliamentary road, and the historic compromise with the bourgeois parties. What Hoxha was discussing in 1978 sounds virtually identical to the current Great Reset and its desire to build entirely new foundations for our economic and social systems. The Great Reset is communism, Marxism-Leninism, rebranded. Many are deceived into supporting this communist program since it is sold as reforming capitalism and other seemingly humanitarian goals. Stalin explained this concept best in his book, The Foundations of Leninism, in which he wrote, The revolutionary will accept a reform in order to use it as an aid in combining legal work with illegal work to intensify under its cover the illegal work for the revolutionary preparation of the masses for the overthrow of the bourgeoisie. And whether or not Schwab is a card-carrying Communist Party member is irrelevant, so long as the end result of his Great Reset is the implementation of total government, which is socialism, and at the heart of every totalitarian communist state. Also, a long-time communist slogan attributed to Lenin is, communism must be built by non-communist hands. 
the Great Reset is virtually communism minus the violent overthrow of capitalism. Rather than a violent overthrow of capitalism, Schwab on the World Economic Forum's website writes, in short, we need a Great Reset of capitalism. The end game is the same, the replacement of traditional free market capitalism with socialism or communism, but rebranded as stakeholder capitalism. Take, for example, the ownership of private property. Chapter 2 of the Communist Manifesto states, The distinguishing feature of communism is not the abolition of property generally, but the abolition of bourgeois property. But modern bourgeois private property is the final and most complete expression of the system of producing and appropriating products that is based on class antagonisms, on the exploitation of the many by the few. In this sense, the theory of the communists may be summed up in the single sentence, abolition of private property. Now compare that to this article from the World Economic Forum's website, published on November 11, 2016, in which it states, Welcome to the year 2030. Welcome to my city, or should I say, our city. I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. It might seem odd to you, but it makes perfect sense for us in this city. Everything you considered a product has now become a service. We have access to transportation, accommodation, food, and all the things we need in our daily lives. One by one, all these things became free, so it ended up not making sense for us to own much. Just like Marx and Engels' Communist Manifesto, Schwab's World Economic Forum also envisions a utopian society where the ownership of private property no longer exists. Instead, everything you want or need is provided to you as a service of the state. This has been the same promise of communist despots all throughout the 20th century. For example, in our documentary, Anarchy USA, we pointed out how Mao Zedong also made such similar lofty-sounding promises in China, like giving land to the tiller. The communists popularized the slogan, Land to the Tiller. Mao Zedong exclaimed, we are not striving for the social and political communism of Russia. Rather, we prefer to think of what we are doing as something Lincoln fought for in the Civil War, the liberation of slaves. Schwab and Mao alike can try to justify their actions however they wish. Nevertheless, the end results are exactly the same. An all-powerful government taking a more active role in the economy and in societal issues at the expense of private property and individual liberty. The dream of Schwab, Marx, Lenin, Stalin, Mao, and even Xi Jinping are the same, that of collectivism, the socialistic doctrine that the land and means of production and distribution should belong to the people collectively. And make no mistake about it, communist China is fully on board with Schwab's Great Reset. As China's foreign ministry spokesperson Gang Shuang stated, at a press conference on June 5, 2020. As the biggest global crisis after the World War II, this pandemic has dragged the world economy into the most severe recession since the Great Depression in the 1930s. But just as Professor Schwab said, this crisis represents a window of opportunity to reflect 
reimagine, and reset our world to create a healthier, more equitable, and more prosperous future. Geng summed up his statement with, China is ready to step up cooperation with all parties, including the World Economic Forum, to uphold multilateralism and the vision of a community with a shared future for mankind, conduct close coordination in macroeconomic policies, foster an open world economy, facilitate trade and investment liberation and facilitation, safeguard stable and unimpeded global industrial and supply chains, and work for the strong, sustainable, balanced, and inclusive growth of the world economy. Don't be fooled by Gang's sanitized, pro-market-sounding remarks. His remarks are actually consistent with Lenin's NEP. The NEP, or New Economic Policy, was a policy implemented by the all-Union Communist government of the Soviet Union in the 1920s that brought back aspects of market capitalism in order to build up communism. For example, here's what Stalin said in 1925 about the importance of Lenin's New Economic Policy. The point is not at all that trade and the monetary system are methods of capitalist economy. The point is that in fighting the capitalist elements, the socialist elements of our economy master these methods and weapons of the bourgeoisie for the purpose of overcoming the capitalist elements, that they successfully use them against capitalism, successfully use them for the purpose of building the socialist foundation of our economy. Hence the point is that thanks to the dialectics of our development, the functions and purpose of those instruments of the bourgeoisie change in principle. Fundamentally, they change in favor of socialism to the detriment of capitalism. For more on Stalin, watch our Stalin episode, which you can find on the Anarchy in America playlist on JBS.org. So in other words, it's perfectly acceptable for communists, according to Lenin and Stalin, to use the tactics or methods of capitalism against capitalists, so long as the goal is socialism. And that, in a nutshell, is what the Great Reset is really all about using the veneer of capitalism to dismantle it and replace it with socialism and communism without calling it that. The Great Reset is essentially the non-violent phase of a communist or collectivist revolution on the global scale. The John Birch Society has been vigilant in exposing this very idea. In our 1968 film strip, More Deadly Than War, G. Edward Griffin explained... The violent revolution becomes of primary value to the communists to the extent to which it can be used to condition the masses psychologically to accept the non-violent revolution, which is offered supposedly as the only alternative. Hoping to avoid further violence and bloodshed, the public is to be pressured into accepting measures that will move the country gradually and legally toward communism, but without calling it that. The strategy of the proletarian revolution calls for the quiet conversion of our government into a communist regime, but under the banner of socialism. What has all this to do with the communist revolution in America? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has everything to do with it because the building of socialism is the communist revolution in America. It represents the process 
whereby our country can be moved gradually toward communism without the people even being aware of it. No matter what grievance we may have, real or imagined, no matter what national problems we may face, the communists seize upon these as excuses to build socialism. They have one and only one solution for all problems. More government, more government, and then more and more until it's total government. Similarly, the Great Reset aims to further expand and empower the government as the solution to address a multitude of grievances. You can find many examples of this on the World Economic Forum's website. Check out this quote from June of 2020 and compare that to what America is already witnessing under the new Biden administration. Moreover, governments should implement long overdue reforms that promote more equitable outcomes. Depending on the country, these may include changes to wealth taxes, the withdrawal of fossil fuel subsidies, and new rules governing intellectual property, trade, and competition. Later in July 2020, economist Thierry Malaret spoke at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, and summarized the role governments will play in the Great Reset. Now we are at an inflection point. It's changing. The, the ideology that has prevailed over the past 15 years, which um, was predicated upon um, the government having as little rule as possible, um, is changing radically. And moving forward, you should expect um, the government to take a more um, active role in, um, in the economy and in societal issues. Make no mistake about it, what he and Schwab are talking about, more and more government intervention in the economy and society, is socialism. Thus, in essence, the Great Reset is communism. Don't let the fact that because the World Economic Forum is led by world business leaders that this is anything but communism. We recommend that you watch Appearance of Popular Support, Financing Communism, in which Alex Newman discusses how Wall Street bankers and corporations have historically financed communism starting way back with the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917. However, ultimately, what underpins socialism, communism, and even the Great Reset is actually collectivism. For more on collectivism, watch our collectivism episode with special guest G. Edward Griffin, which is also on the Anarchy in America playlist on JBS.org. Now that you have a better understanding of the actual purpose of the Great Reset, what can be done to stop it? Well, first, we must increase awareness about this problem. And that's easy. Since you just watched this video, just share it so others can be educated as well. Another great tool is literature, and I'm not just talking about books. We have a wide variety to pick from, and I would highly suggest the New American Magazine. They even have an issue that focuses on this very topic. Education is key, but that alone won't stop the Great Reset. Once we have enough people educated, we need to organize. And there's no better way than active membership in the John Birch Society. Join a local chapter in your area and see how your actions, along with those of others, can make the difference. Having a coordinated effort of members has proven to change not only the mindset, but also the voting pattern within any given congressional district. The key is to replicate that process across the nation so that America adheres to Americanist principles of individualism rather than socialism, communism, or collectivism. Klaus Schwab and his 
globalist comrades at the World Economic Forum are determined to impose their Great Reset on the world by 2030. Let's make sure that they miss the mark by keeping our republic free and independent. Until next week, stay safe and God bless.